0: Fuck. (coughs) (coughs) Damn. What is up, baby? It is the Cannibal the Cannabis Animal back at it again with another edition of the Blunt Report podcast and shit. Today, we are going to be just (coughs) talking about the Black eyed children, or the black eyed kids, B.E.K.'s. Now, some of you may, may have heard of this, may have heard of this, some of you may have not. But um, this case was reported by a reporter <laughs> by the name of Brian Bethel in, I believe, 1980. So I'm, I'm not going to give away the whole thing right now. We are going to be talking about that. And something that I haven't seen, or maybe I haven't looked into a little bit more, but um, we all have accounts or there's accounts of people not letting these black eyed kids into their home for the most part. But we are going to be touching touching on the actual people that were duped into letting this, these kids into their home. And what the con- consequences were uh, because of that. So, of course, we're going to be fucking bullshit, talking a lot of shit finally Halloween, <clears throat> we're going to fucking do our damn thing, of course, we're always blazing, still smoking on this slurricane, so yeah, man, fucking let's do this again. <sighs> woo, woo. Before we get into all that, I just want to uh, give a shout out to everybody that's suffering from the brush fires. I uh, hope you guys are safe, hope you guys uh, recover fast, and, you know, just stay safe out there. Blessings to you. Remember, you guys, all of us could fall into that, something fucked up shit like that once in our life. so, if you're close and you can give support, please give support, you know, no matter what. We got a lot of brave firefighters going through from all over California, um, also including Orange County, where I was raised at, so, Yeah. Um, if there's any kind of support you can give, please do that, alright, so yeah, let's get into this shit, alright, so we're always about the cannabis news, because of course we love cannabis, and we gotta fucking be doing that shit, the thing, so, again, I don't really like to fuck with politics, because it's not my thing, people get butt hurt. they argue, I don't like that shit, but, this is an interesting story, uh, Bernie Sanders is very open to covering medical marijuana, through medicare for everybody that's fucking nuts so not only are we legalizing that but we're trying to cover it through medicare so uh senator bernie sanders is not ruling out the possibility of covering medical marijuana under his medical um for all health all health insurance plan and um the uh, Josh Orton Sanders N- National Policy Director appeared on the Hills Rising program to discuss the senator's latest cannabis plan to reform it. So it was released at 4:20 uh, p.m. <coughs> uh, a day earlier. So you, I don't know. This is this is fucking nuts. This, I don't know if it's getting out of hand or this is the best shit ever. I mean, fuck. But the thing is that I mean, who knows if that happens and cannabis is covered through Medicare. I mean, who's going who's gonna to get their hands on your bud, and where's it going to come from? So, is the government going to fucking start growing it, and throwing out Monsanto seeds out there, and fucking genetically modified shit, which we already have? I'm pretty sure. So, there is a... <clears throat> um. There's a quote, that says, But of course, Medicare for all covers all medic- medically necessary needs. He said, I think this would be a question that would... That we would have to actually trust the medical professionals to look, to excuse me, look <clears throat> to look. It's not something that we would rule out for sure. So, I mean, that's pretty. That's not bad. I mean, to talk about that shit, and you know, I think it would. I, I think it would take medical marijuana to a di- in a different direction. Um, I don't really have an opinion on it because I want to stay neutral. So but I thought that was very interesting and shit, so, um, so, I mean, <clears throat> we're, we're, we're going into a new era in, I guess in drugs, I don't know what we gonna call that shit, but so a lot of, a lot of, uh, or I think a couple states already legalized psilocybin, you know, uh, magic mushrooms and all that shit, I'm pretty sure they're gonna legalize all psychedelics <clears throat> to an extent, I guess. But, to legalize all drugs, I don't know if that's even a good, um... Something good. You know, I, I've never thought about that shit. But, I mean, fuck. This shit has turned... Has gone... Uh, turned for the weird, I, I believe. Just, just sounds like that to me. Something interesting. Americans are Googling CBD over acupuncture, meditation, and exercise. I mean, that's cool. I, I like that. You know, it's the the popularity popularity of cbd products is increasing you know uh, cbd or kind of by by y'all so it's 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 turning into a fucking fad you know like atkins diet or the fucking keto bullshit all that shit so there was a paper published in the journal of american medical society of the american, american medical society on wednesday of last week so the researchers said that the um they analyzed the search data for Google uh, from January 2004 to April 2019. And it hu- showed, like, a huge increase in CBD uh, curiosity, I guess. People were looking up CBD on, on search engines. <clears throat> There's actually a fucking graph, and Jesus Christ, from 2014, it was very, very low, and it just started shooting up, like, skyrocketed. In 2019 and 2020, it's, um, it's expected to be researched or searched through google um uh, through like six 60 million people that's fucking huge they're huge they're huge so it's um i i don't mind cbd i mean that, that's cool and all but i've tried it and i i think it's it depends on each person but i have not found the relief that i've found with cannabis don't ask me why um I I can give an example let's say I think that C- CBD oil works good on on you know different people I think to cure cancer I think cannabis oil would be um, the way to go because Rick Simpson was talking about this and it's true that when you want your body to heal you need it to rest you need to, to sleep so um, CBD versus you know Rick Simpson oil Rick Simpson oil will knock you on your ass but you you build a tolerance and immunity to it, and then you can just be you know take a gram a day and be on your way, and nothing's gonna happen to you. That's high tolerance. You're gonna build that up, especially with that amount of THC. So, I mean, I'm all for it, but I just think I just think personally, I'm not a fucking doctor. It's just my personal opinion. So I don't want any, anybody to get butthurt hurt out there. But I think that CBD is good for a lot of things, but if you want to really fucking <clears throat> have all the benefits, i I, I go with the medical marijuana, cannabis, whatever the, whatever the fuck you want to call it, so, <clears throat> another interesting one was pretty cool, that um, studies show that patients are pretty much throwing out their prescription painkillers out the door, and rolling up that fat ass, fat ass J, and just fucking, you know, using that as, as, as medicine, so, I mean, again, we want to go ahead and get away from all those prescription drugs because we know that most of them are poison. Most of them are very addictive. So the very first fu- study that was published in the International Journal of Drug Policy, pretty much uh, the goal of it was to investigate whether it's plausible that people are pretty much substituting cannabis for opioids to help them with the pain. So the, uh, there's researchers that from Florida, is International University, Use data from the National Survey on, on drug use and health to pretty much evaluate the numbers and whether people who live in states where medical marijuana is legal are using it. So, uh, they, they focused on several, you know, different variables. Um, whether they used or misuse prescription painkillers during the past year, what states they live in, and, and whether those states had legalized cannabis. So, for medicinal purposes. So, um... There was a response. Response from one hundred twenty thousand seven hundred sixty four participants were analyzed for the years twenty fifteen through twenty (coughs) seventeen of the survey. So, uh, according to the authors, the um, this uh, (coughs) survey generated a multi variety of uh, you know stuff that (coughs) I mean, different people are using different opioids, but it's coming down towards they're gonna use. And medical marijuana because I don't know I've I've tried some of these before and they feel make you feel like the next day you're fucking groggy as fuck I don't know I just don't fucking like um the um the the effects of it I've tried Xanax Zanny, Bar, not Zanny bars, but not Danny Bars for me to fuck around as an alternative and you know it's it's uh it's it's not it's not the shit it's not the biz and I want to say something that uh, before I would think like fuck, man. I don't think I was doing something wrong when I was smoking cannabis and all that. I, I I just thought it was still like fuck, am I doing something bad? <laughs> and I, I first I was in that stigma, you know that fuck, um, because we were raised that way through school and shit and Red Ribbon Week and all that bullshit. So don't be, all oh, y'all, don't be ashamed to, you know. To smoke Bud. Don't feel bad or don't feel guilty and shit. Because all, it is natural. And. I mean come on. It's from the earth. Take advantage man. Take advantage. So. <laughs> fucking. Uh, yeah. Here's a pretty interesting one. So. Uh, a petly, um Witches do not like Mr. Trump and shit. Um, it says that. Witches. Witches said to cast binding spell on Trump. So, supposedly, thousands of witchcraft practitioners are planning to cast a spell on uh, the United States President, uh, Donald Trump, later today. So, they're going to take advantage of the Halloween season. The ritual will cast a type of binding spell in an effort to stop uh, Trump from damaging the country. So, um, supposedly, it's scheduled for one minute before uh, midnight tonight. So, uh, um... According to the organizers, the spell is not intended to do any actual harm to the president. So, what, why the fuck cast it then? What the fuck? So, so witchcraft and politics might... And this is funny, because you, you guys might think that witchcraft and politics are, are, are diff- opposing worlds, but you guys are so fucking wrong. So fucking wrong. Um, that shit goes hand in hand. It really does. Because how do you think so much shit can be done? So much fucking bad shit. Um, from within, you know, the government, and powers, and from back in the day shit, because they do really r- ritualistic magic, and a lot of these are fucking masons, and into some deep ass shit that you guys wouldn't even fucking fathom, I wouldn't even fathom that shit, but anyway, so yeah, um, um, also last year, Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh was also targeted for these kind of rituals, so according to all these researchers, um, neo-paganism, or witchcraft, has been you know, growing in popularity all across the U.S., all across the world um, over the last few decades. So the number of witch, the, the witches that are practicing uh, went from 8,000 in 1990 to a huge 340,000 by 2008. So we're probably in the millions now. Um, of course, um, uh, it's um, <clears throat> it depends on how you feel. But from what I know, and this is what I've read in many books. And if, excuse me, correct me if I'm wrong. But if you are a practicing magician, witch, whatever you want to call it, and you're trying to do harm to somebody, okay, you may be able to do that. But in turn, you're going to, that comes back to you because it's, it's karma. I don't know if it's karma, but energy. And if you try to do harm to somebody, witchcraft you may be able to do that but it's going to come back to you and also you can't you can't do witchcraft for somebody unless they give you permission because again if you say oh my friend is really sick and i want to help him out i'm going to do this ritual for him if you do that you're kind of kind of digging his grave so to speak because you have to ask permission first because once you if you don't ask if you do binding rituals anything of that nature without asking, without permission, without letting them know, then that becomes, quote unquote, black magic, there's no, there's no fucking black magic, white magic bullshit, there's no, none of that shit, it's on how you use it and what your intentions are, so, remember that shit, (coughs) that's fucking us, these, (laughs) these witches, (laughs) fucking crazy man, I mean, I'm pretty sure that motherfucker's protected, um, in reality, so if all these people are gonna do some kind of shit like that, I wouldn't recommend it because it could probably fall back on on them and shit in a bad way. <laughs> all right, so this is a pretty this is a pretty funny one and shit. So a Catholic school in Nashville claims that Harry Potter books actually contain real spells and curses and shit, right? So, so the um, it's Saint Edward's Saint Edward's Catholic School in, in Tennessee. They teach up to 8th grade. They took precautionary steps to remove all copy of J.K. Rowling's popular uh, book so from its library because Pastor Reverend Dan Rehill believes that they contain actual spells capable of summoning evil spirits. So, <laughs> And this is a quote from him. It says, these books present magic as both good and evil, which is not true. But in fact, a clever deception. He wrote so the curses and spells used in these books used in these books excuse me the curses and spells used in the books are actual curses and spells which when read by a human a human uh, they risk conjuring evil spirits into the presence of the person that's reading the text so um <clears throat> i'm I'm sure that the Harry potter books had have been frowned upon from different religious groups i'm 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 sure I'm more than sure of that shit. So, supposedly, I mean, this is just jibber jabber, blah blah blah, according to the to the author, you know. But, I mean, I don't believe that shit. I don't think it's it was really well studied. They're, they talk about alchemy and shit like that, which is not really witchcraft. It's more of a, it's a whole fucking separate thing, uh, or or not, whatever. Anyway, so I believe that this is some bullshit. I mean, come on. I mean, essentially, I'd never read the books, I saw the movies, I'm pretty sure the books were just as good or better, I mean, some of these kids, come on, man, this is, the bullshit we (laughs) fucking, fuck, I'm I'm telling you, fucking religion has lost the essence of the true message that they they deliver, really, because fuck, man, you guys are fucking on some other shit, alright, last one, last one, okay? All right, so I'm not making fun of Star Wars fans. I'm not, I'm not fucking making f- Jedi's or making fun of Jediism. Jediism, which is a thing, uh, I just I just thought it was pretty funny and shit. So, um, uh, Jediism is a, is a, a a fictional order of religion from Star Wars uh, from the, you know from the, coming from the Star Wars franchise. You guys know about that shit. So I guess um, <laughs> I guess the Temple of the Jedi Order has was trying to a bid to be recognized as a religious organization which of course they shut down so um the group the group was rejected by the uk charity commission on the basis that it lacks the necessary spiritual or non-secular element element to be classed as a religious organization sorry guys jism not a thing yet so i mean i, I could i could see it. i could see where you know it could become a, a religion and shit um so the commission considers that there's not just not enough evidence to uh to point that Jediism and, and the Jedi doctrine as promoted by the Temple of the Jedi order is sufficiently structured. So maybe it's means, means more organization, more integration and belief to constitute a religion. So I don't know what the fuck why, I don't know. <clears throat> I'm saying if it's your thing, fuck it, do it. And it's not based on worshiping of the force of George Lucas, although a lot of the members refer to high power, defer to a high power transcend, transcend higher power or the transcendent as a force. So I could I could see that I mean it's you know force maybe God who knows, I could see that fucking happening and shit. So I mean, it, they're saying that it's 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 the same thing for us. You know you could easily exchange it for God or the universe, which I've heard that before too. You know, I don't really refer to God as God. I refer to as, as the universe and all that cuz my take on God is different. So don't get all butt hurt and shit. We all have beliefs, whatever. So that, that's kind of fucked up. I mean, but in reality, fuck the commission. Who the fuck are they? To, who the fuck are they to to say what what's religious and what's not, what's spiritual and what's not? Fuck them, right? Do you do you Jedi's fucking do that shit? So On this note, where the fuck's my bong at? Oh, there it is. I want to end this segment with a fucking hit. Hits from the bong. Yeah. (sighs) Ooh, all up in your lungs, baby. Yeah. All right, so... Stay tuned for the next segment, we're going to be talking about the black-eyed kids, B.E.K.'s, black-eyed children, whatever the fuck you want to call it, stay tuned because we got some Halloween shit, alright, it's a fucking cannibal baby, out, let me stop this shit right here. Damn. Woo Fuck yeah, baby, what's up? It is the cannibal, the cannabis animal back at it again. Oh, oh, oh Smoke Dog, baby. Oh, <laughs> uh, talk about Smoke Dog. Uh, rest in peace, Johnny Witherspoon. Man, that guy could make me laugh and shit, so Yeah, um for wherever you are, man, comedy left something good behind. So Anyway, um that was a hit to you uh, so back at it again with this black eyed children episode black eyed kids no irises i uh, had that rhymes and shit <laughs> yeah that was a fucking sick ass hit <clears throat> so we're going to just start talking about shit it is halloween day Windy as fuck, so excuse my background noise if you hear that. I'm trying to work on that as much as I can by editing and using different tools. Blah, 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 So, yeah, one, two. So, let's talk about the black-eyed kids. Now, a lot of you, like I stated before, have heard about this. A lot of you have not. So, (laughs) black-eyed kids are... I... I want to say, for lack of a better term, uh, fairly new. The reason why they're fairly new is because I believe, and I I think I fucked up earlier in the podcast, so excuse me. I believe it is the first documented case was in 1996. Don't. So if I'm wrong, please excuse me. Uh, I'm a little stoned, so don't get all butt hurt about it. So. So yeah, excuse me for that. So in 1996 in the town of Abilene, Texas, a man by the name of Brian Bethel, a journalist from uh from that same spot, um had an encounter with um, the strangest kids he's ever, you know, seen. So he, he I I've seen the interviews and he retells a story and while he's telling his story you could tell that he's getting a little agitated a little bit of he's remembering so sometimes no matter how good of an actor you are i don't think you could fake that kind of emotion so let's uh let's see what the fuck's going on with this black eyed children phenomenon and also let's just touch a little bit on 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 the commonalities of all the all the encounters that people have had. So, uh, well, there's not a lot of commonalities. I not read a lot about them because just a couple of things that, that really happen. It's the same thing. When people see these black eyed children, they have a sudden huge uproar or feeling of dread of, oh shit, I fucked up. You know, that really bad dread. They're like, damn, there's something really fucked up's going on. That's one of the, the most common things that, that people encounter. So the, the stories that I've read, most of them, they pretty much talk about how these people that encounter the black-eyed children don't really fuck with them. You know, even if they, because usually the one of the other commonalities is that they ask you to do something for them. Either let me in the house, let me use your phone, let me use your shitter, whatever you want to call it. So that, that's one common, commonality they have. So the stories always deal with, oh, I, I, I was so scared. I was going to let them in my house. I was going to do this. I was going to do this for them, that for them. But I just couldn't because something told me not to. So most of the stories I read are like that. Other stories that I haven't seen a lot of podcasts touch on or maybe I haven't, you know, listened to any of them is that the one of the things they do is they let them in the house. They do st- stuff for them and... Pretty much shit turns, shit goes south, and there's weird happenings, whatever. Anyway, so let's talk a little bit about uh, Brian Bethel and uh, <clears throat> his encounter with the Black Eyed Children. So he pretty much describes that he was out one late evening um, in his vehicle, and I believe he was by a movie theater. And... He was just parked, making out a check. I I believe to his his phone company to pay a bill. So as he's you know writing the check, he's you know in his in in the zone. He's not even aware of his surroundings, and he didn't notice two young boys approach his car, up until they one of them you know tapped on the on the window. So he said that as soon as he rolled down his window, he immediately felt that dread, that so penetrating fear. He 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 really couldn't understand why. So the story goes. <clears throat> excuse me, let me clear my throat. That the older male or the older boy said that he and his brother wa- uh, wanted to catch a movie, but they had forgotten um, their money at home. So if they wanted to know if Bethel could give him a ride, so they said they pretty much reassured him it won't take long. It's you know, it, nothing's run, nothing's going on. It's, do me a favor, so there was just two kids and, and they didn't, they didn't have a gun. Supposedly, <laughs> that's a pretty weird comment for a fucking kid. So uh, he didn't find that reassur- reassurance uh very, you know. He he found it very nerve wracking, unnerving, you know. And the he noticed that they the the last showing of the movie that uh, they wanted to see had already started, and pretty much by the time they got back would be over. So you know. He states that when he um looked up to see them, they could see that well when he when he when he made eye contact their eyes were completely black, like not like the eye the the color was black no the white of their eyes was black, everything was black, so he um he just, I mean, fuck, I don't know how I would react to that, and think about it, and yes, I'm not copying any other podcast, but this, this is a, a, um, uh, one big thing that kind of makes this account little, maybe true, because back in the day, uh, well, somebody mentioned that, what if these kids were trying to play a prank on this guy, and they had, you know, contacts, and blah, 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 it's special effects, Possibility, but it's true. Where I heard these and from different people too, these con these full eye contacts are really uncomfortable. So I don't know, you know, if that's the case or not. I don't think that I don't think they would be pulling this kind of shit. It's too complicated of a prank for these kids unless they're really dedicated, which I fucking doubt. So uh, the older boy started getting frustrated when. you know, Bethel pretty much made an excuse for not giving them a ride and said that they, they couldn't, um... the, The kid said they couldn't get into their car unless, uh, Bethel said so. Like, you know, gave the okay. Which is weird, because if you know anything about, I don't know if it's folklore or whatever, the whole vampire thing is, a vampire can't come into your home unless you invite them in. So, and I learned that in, in... in the movie was it, Lost Boys, one of my favorite ones, so, and it's true, so, I don't know if, if that is really true or not, but it's true that they stated that in the movie, so, pretty much after that, uh, Bethel peeled out, and never saw him again, so, just imagine you're sitting in the parking lot, chilling, writing out a check or some shit, and two kids come up, hey, give me a ride, you, you deny, and they, you fucking look at them and their fucking eyes are completely black. You're like, oh man, I gotta smoke. start smoking this shit here. For real. I mean, I don't know what kind of encounters you guys have had out there. But me, I would probably... Sh- I don't know if I would be scared. Because I have seen shit like that. Well, not like that, but paranormal shit. So, I don't know if... I'd probably be startled. <laughs> more than anything fucking... That, oh shit, what the fuck? But... It, I mean, I've heard of uh, different accounts and shit, and it's the same shit. They, they a- always ask for something. So, to this day, Mister Bethel, he swears up and down and has not changed his fucking story since. So everything that he's stating is true. Well, according to him. So I don't want to. I don't want to say it's not true. I don't want to say it is true. I just want to stand in the middle. And, but, sometimes, yes, I lean more towards true, because, I mean, just shit, weird shit happens all the time, and not, not everybody reports it, people have weird encounters with people, with, with things like this, and they just, like, they don't want to say anything, because they're afraid of being ridiculed, and of course, nobody believes you, so that, that's, that's the most fucking important thing, because no, when nobody believes you, that pisses you off, you get so frustrated, frustrated, and what the fuck can you do, nothing. Because no matter what, nobody's going to believe you, right? So, it's harder, it's easier to make up a a lie that's, you know, common than to fucking say the truth and shit. So, whatever. It's kind of a weird analogy. Anyway, so, before we get into it, I am going to fucking take a dope ass little hit. damn all right so we a lot most of the cases are of people that don't let these kids into their home but the next case is going to be about somebody that did um, let them in their house and what happened after that so this one's pretty unique there's no name to it to keep the 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 person anonymous and you know their their identity a secret. But uh, let's go over the story. So this is really it. it really is hard to believe, and you might think, well, this motherfucking person is probably either high on some shit or just not in the right mind. So, a a woman, and this this and this this story was reported back in twenty sixteen. So this is a long ass time ago, long long time ago. Well, not that long, but whatever. Anyway, so there's a woman that there's a story of a woman and her husband that lived outside of a a small dinky town, rural town in Vermont, and it's a small town like where I well. My town is small, but most a lot of people know each other, just like you know, really small town. So this town was no different. Everybody knew each other. It was um, it was you know everybody. Everybody in their mama knows what's up. So, um, I guess this woman, one night she woke up, because she, there was a loud banging in the front of her door. In her front door, excuse me. So, at that time. In this town, they lived in a, a a home with a small dirt road, just off a a, just off a rural rural uh, route into town. So they're pretty much in the middle of nowhere in the fucking boonies, and it was in the middle of a snowstorm. So, uh, you know, all the all the hills surrounding the area get slippery and really dangerous. So her first thought was that somebody might have been in an accident, because you know I'm pretty sure it's not not uncommon for that area. So as she's looking out the window, she could see her, her floodlight or her motion uh, spotlight that it was on. So she could see that there was footprints in the snow and they'd came, they'd come from, from, um, from, uh, the road and into the driveway. But there was no car and the snow was still covering all the roads. So it doesn't look like, it didn't look like anybody had driven through there. So, um, I guess she didn't know what to make of it. She got kind of not spooked, but you know concerned, so she woke up her husband, and, um, I guess, while she was telling her husband, the banging started on on the door again, so, um, the husband went to answer, and, here's where it gets fucking spookier, I mean, spooky dookie, so, um, this woman, was standing in the hall while the husband opened the door and when he opened the door there was two children standing in the snow and looking at the ground there was a a boy and a girl they and she states that they were no more than eight years old so they were they were strange, weirdly they were (laughs) they were west they were dressed uh strangely and had really weird haircuts haircuts so the girl's hair was very long and straight, and the boys had like an old school back in the day haircut. It was uh, outdated and stuff, like a bowl cut. I don't know if they're really popular now, but whatever. And she's stating that they weren't really dressed for for the weather. They 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 um, they must be Mennonite children. So I didn't know what the fuck I, I've heard of Mennonite children, but I've never realized that until until now. So here's what it is. All right. So Mennonites are are members of a certain Christian group, or Christian groups belonging to the church communities of Anabaptist denominations named after Menno Simmons and of Friesland through his writings. So there you go. Some sort of religious, some sort of religious brand of Christianity. So there you have it. All right. So <clears throat> excuse me. So as 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 this lady is observing these. Uh, these children, of course, they look odd. The, the clothes, the um, the haircut, of course, the olive skin. So, um, I guess, um, her natural reaction at first was kind of like, eh, let's get them inside, get them some hot cocoa, all that good shit, blankets and all that. That's normally how you would feel if you know you see a child somewhere and they're you know in distress, of course. But these kids did not look distressed at all. So she's stating that that was not her first instinct. But um, she said that it made, the children made her feel un, like very nervous, unnerving. They wouldn't make eye contact at all. And when the husband would ask them if everything was okay, all they would reply with is, um, they'll be here soon. That's all they said. So, um, And then he asked them, well, where are your parents? They'll be here soon. Okay. So I guess... Th- this happened around two o'clock in the morning. At, at at this point, the you know the only logical thought in, in this uh, uh, woman's mind is there there must have been an accident. You know that that's that's um, uh that's pretty much it. So she her her mother her gut instinct her mother motherly instinct told her not to bring these kids in, but she still did it anyway. So. They brought him inside, you know, and the woman went to the kitchen to make some hot cocoa while the husband was, you know, was um, talking to them in the living room. So while she was doing this, she could hear the husband talk to the kids, and he was asking if they're okay, uh, where they came from, uh, and also how far they walked. If their parents were in a car, uh, in the, if their parents were in a car that was broken down, things things of that nature. So they always answered with, "Our parents will be here soon." So and 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 I guess. They're speaking in in a singy song like our parents will be here soon. Some sh- some shit like that, you know, some creepy, children with the corn shit, you know. So, and we all know that animals are always the fucking ones, the first ones to know what the fuck is up. I'm lighting a joint right now, by the way. Light it up, roll it up, light it up, smoke it up, inhale, exhale. That's right. Ooh, this joint. We're probably taking a little pause here, just roll the joint and shit, haven't done that in a while. Why? I don't have no fucking idea. Man, I fucking sucked. Usually I'm a really good fucking joint roller and shit, but I don't know what the fuck's going on here. Maybe I ground it down too much and shit. Oh, shout out to the Crypto knot Podcast. <clears throat> you guys are always a fucking... A Oh, yeah. That's it for you guys. Mark, Chris, and Rob. You guys fucking rock. Mm. You guys kind of inspired me to... um do more kryptonite shit, crypt, crypt, did <laughs> not kryptonite shit, oh, kryptonite shit, do more crypto, um, episode, so I'm gonna hopefully do that shit, so, as I stated, we all know that animals are the one, first ones to know about, you know, shit's going weird and shit, so they had four cats, and they were all hiding, except for one that was in the kitchen, with her and shit, so, usually we know, most cats are curious, and they always, you know, tiptoe around and shit, and, Per and all that bullshit. So none of these none of these cats were out. Um, so when I guess she picked up this the only cat that was with her in the in, in the kitchen. She picked him up and asked him, "Oh, what's wrong?" And he started growling and started backing up and shit. And he hid under the the um, I guess little kitchen island island that they have. So she's saying that that's very strange because she had never seen him do that before. So. So uh, she go back, goes back to the living room uh, with the kids and stuff, sitting on the couch. And mm, she's saying that when she came in, her husband was was holding her. She had his heads and his his head in his hands. She asked him what's wrong. He said that he felt really dizzy, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden. So, but he was good. So she turned back to the children to give them their their cocoa. But when they looked at uh, when they looked at her, she pretty much lost her shit. So, she said that it took everything, all her power, all her strength to not drop the mugs that, that are in her hand and run away. She she looked up and their eyes were completely fucking black. Like black. Like black. As the pits of hell. Pits of hell. Mm. I mean, fuck. I guess, um... When when the children were noticing that she was very startled, they asked to use the bathroom. And she tried to compose, keep her composure as much as she could, and she showed them down the hall. Now, let me stop for a second here. <laughs> let me just stop for a fucking second. Alright. Let's just fucking recap. <laughs> I, can't, I don't fucking get this shit. Real, real talk. I, I, I get it, but I don't. So, if... If I'm fucking sleeping and shit, you know, snoring and drooling and shit, and all of a sudden I hear. I got the one like, what the fuck? What the fuck is who the fuck is fucking me and shit? With two o'clock in the morning. And you see your floodlights on and shit. And you see the little tracks in the in the snow. And then, okay, whatever, cool. And then it's a little unnerving. You wake up your your mate or your life partner, whatever the fuck you're with at the time. And all of a sudden that shit starts again. You see two kids and shit. And you're like, what the fuck? That's not normal, especially if they're not panicking, if they're not, if they're not in distress. I would be like, what the fuck? Real talk, two o'clock in the morning, no. So, if if these kids, right off the bat, it's just me. If these kids are not making eye contact when I'm trying to talk to them, there's a fucking problem there. Big fucking problem. And if they all sound like in in a singy, songy, our parents will be here right now, all that bullshit. I'd be like, what the fuck? Boy, I'm gonna call the cops and shit. Fuck that bullshit. Mm. I get it. My first thought was like, what the fuck are these kids doing here? You know, maybe they're 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 in they're in distress. they they need help. But these kids were calm. These cods, kids, kids was cods. These cods. <laughs> these kids were as cool as fucking cucumbers. In there. nah, fuck that. And then it's a the middle of fucking snowstorm. And it, 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 no, fuck that. And then all of a sudden. You let's say you bring them in, they're still looking down, and when they look at you and shit, their eyes are fucking black. And they ask to use the bathroom, and you still fucking let them do that? Fuck you! <laughs> Hell no! Fuck that! I'd be like, what the fuck? I'd be like, you better get the fuck out of my house right now! I don't give a fuck. Either go, either get the fuck out of my house, or I'm gonna fucking straight fucking shank your ass. <laughs> fuck that! <laughs> fuck that shit! I, I, no, I don't. I don't see. I don't see the logic in that shit. I'm sorry, if, if they're acting weird like right now, fuck that, you stay out here, here's a fucking blanket, I'm gonna call the cops, fuck that shit, because nowadays, it's it's not, it's not as simple as it was before, nowadays, it's way fucking different, like, see, for example, and I know some of these kids are, are put up to it and shit, and they have no choice, but in Mexico, sometimes there's, you know, long stretches of road, lonely road, and they purposely put kids out there. And, and somebody's hiding and shit close by, and then they, oh yeah, I need help, and my mom's in an accident, blah, blah, blah. And what happens? You get to that car where they need help, and bam, you're fucking. You're being somebody's bitch and shit for a cartel. Mm. I'm just ad libbing a story I heard and shit, so. Not saying it was a cartel, whatever, but. Anyway. <coughs> Excuse me. So. Um It It's it just You know I don't fucking know You know She starts talking to To the husband Saying maybe they got in an accident Their eyes are bruised But completely black Come on man No fucking When logic When logic just doesn't work Then that means it's something's fucking weird That's it That's it You know So when they started Talking about that Um They started wondering Whose kids they could be The husband The husband's nose Started to bleed and she stated that he's never had any problems with this as long as she's, she's been with them. And she, now she's starting to think, like, oh, shit, this has something to do with the kids and shit. So, um, and I guess she went to the bathroom and just pretty much, like, started crying and bawling and shit. Like, damn, these fools are going to kill us and shit, making make some black-eyed children fucking stew or some shit. I don't know. So, when that happens, um, all of a sudden, bam. To make things fucking worse, the power goes out. And then, the husband starts yelling her, yelling her name uh, from the living room. So, she started walking, up, walking down the hallway, uh, and she stops, you know, she stops in the middle of walking and shit, because he could see that both children were at the end of the hallway, and they pretty much weren't moving. Imagine <laughs> black eyed children fucking standing in the hallway with no power. They're just not moving, like, yeah, fuck that shit. So, they just stood there, and... Um, and this is this is the fucking weird part about part about it, right? So after all this shit happens, um, they pretty much say our parents are here. They walked to the door, opened it, walked out, and let they left the it wide open. So the husband gets up and closes it, tries to close it, and it almost falls on his ass. They look out the window. This is crazy. They saw two men standing by a black car. Idling car at the end of their driveway. The men looked like they were wearing excuse me. The men looked like they were wearing black colored suits. were very tall, at least six feet. When my husband waved at them, they just stayed. I'm sorry, I'm quoting her. When the husband looked at the um at them, they just stared and got in the car and drove off. Power came on a half an hour later, and. Pretty much life was different after that shit. So um after the nosebleed, it that became a regular occurrence regular occurrence for the husband and he didn't know what to make of it. Dry dry nasal nasal passages and um I guess after that <laughs> the husband was diagnosed with a with an aggressive skin cancer. So the doctor asked them asked ask them if they use tanning beds or you know, anything like that, so I guess it was some kind of a melanoma, so as a skin cancer and shit, um, so, and the weird part about it is, this type of, uh, um, cancer was linked to the overuse of indoor tanning beds, so she swears up and down they never did that, um, <clears throat> um, so, that's weird, I mean, fuck, man, I mean, I, I, I don't know, um, since since this lady uh, let the black kite ch- kids in her home, she's she's getting dizzy spells too, nosebleeds on a regular basis, and um, um, I guess she has other issues that she's you know. <laughs> but she's you know all of a sudden she's feeling like she it's it's the worst shit in the world. Um, <clears throat> I am more than sure. <laughs> that um, she regrets opening that fucking door or telling her husband to open that door and shit. I mean, that's just uh, that's just it. So I don't know. Um, I don't know, man. I, I maybe it's just me. I, honestly, I'm a nice person. I I really am. I I know I talk a lot of shit, but in reality, I'm the, I'm the nice one of the nicest guys you will ever meet. And everybody says that and shit, but I really live by that shit because I w- I was taught early on at an early age to help people that are in need, just because, you know, without expecting anything. And then my 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 father and my mother put those those type of uh, type of values <clears throat> values into into my life, and that's how they raised me. So yeah, I get it. I mean, if I see a child in distress, of course I'm going to try to help him. Yes, my joint. No, nobody to pass it here to So I'll fucking take fifty fucking hits. Then pass to myself again. <laughs> <coughs> so I, I just don't get it. Fuck that shit. If I see black-eyed kids. And I'm like fuck you guys. I'm fucking gone. So before I get into another story, let's let's back up a little bit, just a little bit, and ask our ask ourselves what the fuck. Okay, so let's let's um since there's so, been so many stories about this, let's go ahead and ent- entertain the fact that this is true. Okay, so let's back up here. Why the fuck would two kids with black eyes have a car, most likely a fucking government car, with two tall men in in black suits, so, hmm, y'all heard of that men in black, right? Well, there is something to that. We all think, okay, well, Men in Black—it's all fantasy and shit. It's a made-up story, blah 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 blah. Well, guess what? It is not. So the Men in Black that I'm referring to, are somewhat of a, a same concept of that—that that, you know they're they're trying to keep it under wraps and all that bullshit. it's, it's kind of the same thing from what I from what I've um, from what I've read and what I've seen and there's videos supposedly a couple videos of. Uh, of men in black you know showing up to to a a location after somebody has reported you know seeing an alien craft or had i think direct contact with them with um, with all that so we we all know that this is this is uh you know popular this is a popular movie i fucking love this movie by the way um i just it's really creative to me and but beyond that shit i mean it's it's pretty much fucking real so um, there, there was a, a, um, a store. there was a video, uh, about the men in black, and I guess, after somebody reports seeing a, a UFO, I don't know if it's, I can't remember if it's in a building, or this person saw it somewhere, <clears throat> the point is, they, they came in to the building, and these motherfuckers look ugly as fuck, they're bald, look like they have no hair anywhere, and they just probably don't have hair on their balls and shit, Uh, that shit's fucking weird man so this person reported this this UFO I don't know if he called the cops and you know I think later on in the day they showed up and shit and just let him know like hey stop it and a lot of the times I mean I don't know why the fuck they would do that maybe that person was of importance or he could you know he could put it through to higher levels I don't know whatever the fuck it is the point is, they came in to warn him. Hey, you know, shut the fuck up. Don't say shit, cause I'll we'll fucking erase your memory and no, shit. but for real though. But yeah. So you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Let us let's dive into it a little bit. Just a wee, just a way back. So, um, this is this is the breakdown. So the movie, it, it, it kind of does well. If it's if it's true, excuse me. Uh, this this new th- um uh, not new theory but the movie the, the new movies that came out or not newer but you know this the men in black Gold, supposedly way back the action movie that came out you know it it, it it's it's somewhat sort of truthful i guess um, they they are trying to to keep the the whole ufo thing under wraps or the whole existence existence of aliens so here here's supposedly why that Supposedly, aliens are so close to you that you don't even fucking know. My assumption is what they mean by this, or, I've done research, you know, I don't fucking remember where, I know I've done it, I've seen it different places, that they're pretty much like, just like the movie. That they're among us that you don't even fucking know. You might have a fucking alien as a neighbor, you don't even fucking know it. So, um, and, yeah, know, I know it's far-fetched and, yeah, but, fuck, that's, that's what, that's what the fucking Bloomin' Poor Podcast is and shit. We go far out and, fuck it, just to fucking play with shit. Even if it's not true, that's just fucking, you know, it's fucking fun as fuck for me. So, um, yeah, so if the public found out about how close these aliens were, they would probably be, you know, social uproar, uh, you know, the breakdown of society because of this and shit. So I mean I don't know if that's fucking true or not. But the the Men in Black, just like the movie, they they always show up unannounced in nice little black suits. And they tend to visit UFO researchers and and I think only I'm guessing only the ones that have like solid concrete concrete evidence that they're you know the aliens UFOs exist. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to guess that they, don't, they only visit them, because, I mean, if somebody else is not on the right track, then they'll just be like, you know what, that's little fish. But, in doing so, a lot of these researchers, that's why they get concrete shits, because they don't stop, you know, researching. So, maybe they, they stop them in their tracks. Don't do that shit, because my blaster ass, my blaster. Bah, bah, bah. But anyway, so, um... And a lot of accounts, these men in black, just like the movie. And you know what? Um, now that I now that I'm diving a little deep deeper into that shit, uh, I believe that it's kind of a, very fucking similar uh, than the movie. But the just like the movie, they they've seen aliens too, and in some instances, they are aliens them- themselves and shit. So, um, it's there would be you know mass panic, and I'm pretty sure you know. Uh, on top of that, would be psychological trauma and all this bullshit. Psychological trauma, just weird because, I mean, what if it, you you live so long not believing this bullshit? Like, man, these fools are fucking nuts, just a bunch of weirdos thinking that this aliens exist and shit. But there's too much evidence to point that they don't. You know, regardless of what the government says, uh, the government's gonna the government's gonna let you know as much as they want. Because it it's in the it, the state, or I'm pretty sure they're thinking it's in the best quote unquote interest of the nation. And It doesn't matter if it's the U.S. nation or any other nation. If if <clears throat> just like the U.S., a bunch of different other countries have solid concrete proof, but they're not gonna fucking they're gonna say that they don't exist. Not not all countries like that. But in regardless of what information you have, in the end. The, the you know governments of any country are going to do what's best for the, what they see is best for their country and if they don't and if they don't see that disclosing you know that ufo's are real and you know and aliens are real and we have ufo technology is in their best interest then they're not going to fucking do it just just that. They're, they're stubborn as fuck so and, and i i don't really want to say i agree with that i see the point and where they're coming from, that, yeah, there could be mass hysteria, breakdown of social, um, society, and all that stuff, it it could be possible, or, we could just say, okay, well, what the fuck, let's, I guess, accept it, so, um, it's, uh, it's, I mean, this is, it it, it is some sort of, like, collective, drama about the men in black and shit but uh, it's just what if what if i mean cuz we it, even it, what if these you know men in black are are concretely real you know what if they are uh, they are part of alph- alphabet agency that that are just um you know waiting to see who the fucks you no know, who the fuck that next person is doing research now if there are many many ufo enthusiasts in the world of course that's, that's just going to happen i mean i'm pretty sure they don't not only keep tabs here but tabs here but they keep tabs in other countries and shit so i mean i don't know i really don't know how that fucking works but it's um it's 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 just weird that there's so many people that claim this shit and i don't think all these people that claim all these things would just make this shit up just because... Like, oh, I feel like I'm making, making a story about fucking men in black. And that's when I, go, when I go back to... If you don't, if nobody believes you, then that's fucking... Oh, you hate that shit. And why, and then it's like, why the fuck do you, do you even say anything? But you know, deep in your fucking gut, this is true. So, as a first-time exclusive, I just fucking realized this shit right now. We are going to fucking just go from the black-eyed children... Or bk's black-eyed kids to the men in black and what if they're connected what if they're not so fuck it that's how we do it here at the Blum report you don't give a fuck just do it our way so hell yeah we're gonna end this fucking segment with a pinchable we just finished smoking a big fucking fatty now we're killing a bowl and shit because that's how high we get so high Uh, let's get high High. yeah baby Uh. so yeah on the next segment I'm going to talk about a couple stories from uh, the um, uh, men in black making appearances somebody's home and warning them to fuck off and start crawling up their ass so join me in the next segment we're going from the black eyed children, black eyed kids, into the men in black connection of the last story we had. So, yeah. Until the next segment. Baby. 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 Out. All right. All right. We're going to take this hit right here and shit. this fucking bowl, we're doing a little different, something a little different, actually, went ahead and splurged on myself, and got myself a, a fucking, uh, a fat, six G's, six grams of some lemoncello, fucking fire, Cause me nice and awake and ready to go to do this shit, shit, let's take another one, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. be sunny outside but it's cloudy up in this bitch whoo that's right that's right all right so let's just fucking get into it the last segment we talked about the black-eyed kids or black-eyed children and a story um actually the first documented story and then another story after that and we kind of fucking strayed away from from the Black Eyed Kids into the Men in Black and shit, because the last story that I that I that I spoke about, um, we kind of tied it into that. So not to say that there's a connection between the Black Eyed Kids and and the Men in Black, but whatever. So here is just a story about a an encounter with these Men in Black, and not not your uh, uh, Will Smith type, but a little more different. So. Uh, yeah, a little more on the non-human side, I guess. So, I don't know exactly, it doesn't, it doesn't state when the date was, I'm pretty sure I could look it up, and I'm just being lazy Ash. But this is a story from one Dr. Herbert. Dr. Herbert Hopkins, excuse me. So, a, this is about a MIB agent who made a coin disappear. And um, Dr. Herbert Hopkins is a uh, Australian-born English, um, uh, cricketer, and also, um, oh, shit, what the fuck, he's not a fucking cricketer, <laughs> fuck, I'm looking at this, oh fucking shit, excuse me, fucking <laughs> stuff, fucking cricketer, no, Dr. Herbert Hopkins is a 50-year-old, uh, doctor and hypnotist, 58-year-old hypnotist and shit. He was acting as a consultant on a alleged UFO teleportation case in Maine, USA, and shit. So this he was so he was on this this particular case, and he got a visit from a uh, man in black. So one evening he received a phone call from uh, somebody stating to be an activist in the, in the UFO community. So um he <clears throat> this activist asked if he could visit Doctor Hopkins to discuss the case he's on. So um. I guess minutes later, the the, the the man showed up, he was in the store and shit, he was wearing a black suit and a black tie, and had a re- weird facial expressions, no hair, no eyebrows, and very pale, I talked about that earlier, so a, a lot of the encounters that I've seen, that people have, are with uh, that, that kind of same uh, person, with those kind of features, pale, no hair, oddly, oddly fucking shaped head and shit, so, um... The minute that he arrived, his dog started to bark and all crazy-like, like he hasn't, like, just out of the ordinary. So, after the, um after the, they finished talking about the UFO case and, you know, uh, visiting all that, uh, visiting him, and, and it's just, after they discussed supposed his supposed interest in the case, the things got kind of weird. So, according to the website, The Night Sky, this is what happened. So, the man in black informed Hopkins that there were two coins in Hopkins' pocket, which is correct, and asked him to remove one of them. So, Hopkins complied and held the coin a shiny new penny in the palm of his hand. The MIB told Hopkins Hopkins to watch the coin closely. After a few moments, the coin took on a silvery appearance and then appeared to be going out of focus. It then began to fade and eventually disappeared. Altogether, so the MIB informed Hopkins that the coin would no never be seen on this on this plane again. Quote unquote, this plane. Uh, he then inquired as to whether he was uh, Hopkins was familiar with the alleged UFO abduct, abductee Barney Hill. So, you guys are not familiar with this case. If you guys want to look it up, it's Betty and Barney Hill case, um, abduction case, and shit. So Hopkins replied uh, that he had heard of Hill, but was under the impression that he died in the not-too-distant past. So, the MIB informed Hopkins that that was correct. Barney didn't have a heart, said the man in black, just like you no longer have a coin. It should be noted that Barney Hill actually died of a cerebral hemorrhage. So, uh, the MIB then gently suggests that Hopkins destroy any material he had related to the UFO case. So, of course, he complied damn fucking straight he complies <laughs> yeah fuck yeah if if it's true uh, if somebody's just one if somebody tells you you have two coins in your pocket that's fucking all freaky altogether and two tells you to take it out and then he makes one disappear vanish dematerialize whatever the fuck you want to call it he vegeted that shit into a different plane that means diff- another fucking dimension and shit fuck Maybe he's giving you a sign that if you don't fucking stop it, just like that coin is gonna make your ass disappear and shit. That's some fucking crazy shit right there. Real talk. Real talk. So this one uh, <clears throat> is a little more <clears throat> well. It's uh uh the doc another doctor uh threatened by the man in black to to um and told to stop his UFO research and shit. So a doctor by the name of Albert K. Bender was a well-written and extremely intelligent researcher who pretty much founded the International Flying Saucer Bureau, probably early early MUFON or SETI and all that shit. So in 1955, pretty much uh, his research was about to pretty much uh, give way. So he he was having a break, breakthrough in, in, in his research and he was about to prove that shit was right. So it, everything did exist and shit. That the U.S. government had to had, to, had covered up, you know, the, the proof of UFOs and shit. So, he was going to publish his findings that the UFO had been... The U.S. government had been keeping UFOs and aliens under wraps and shit. Um, in a journal called uh, Space Review. That was until he was visited by... That's the man in, the man in black. That's right. <clears throat> so... Uh, Dr. Bender cl- claims that a three man dressed all in black visited him at his home and warned him that if if uh, he doesn't uh, stop with the shit and the topic of UFOs, you know, the um, that's, that's it. You know what I mean? That's it. So they didn't say that, you know, exactly, but they pretty much warned him to just stop with the topic of UFOs and shit. So he, of course, he started, you know, fearing for his life and he shut down all shit. So a lot of people A lot of people uh, <clears throat> That knew him I guess um, uh, Saw that he was a changed man After that happened and shit So uh, he, I guess he lived his life in anxiety And fucking scared for his life All, all the damn time And he said that He He, um, he would still receive phone calls uh, Mysterious phone calls All throughout his life and shit With nobody on the other end So It's a warning like Just keep him in uh, keep them in fucking line and shit, keep them in line, that's what pretty much they want, The <clears throat> if this is the agenda, this is a real agenda, then that's what pretty much they want to do, scraps keep, keep you quiet, and that's it, we all know that shit, it's, uh, it's classic government bullshit, of course, so we have another fucking story, which is pretty dope, actually, oh wow. there's another story, and probably gonna be the last one, because, of uh, you know, I don't want this to be fucking long-winded as well and shit. A lot of good info here. So, this is the Maury Island incident. So, a a guy by the name of Harold Dahl and his son were pretty much collecting logs, you know, salvaging uh, salvaging logs on their fishing boat when they, could, when they saw all of a sudden six donut-shaped um, crafts flying in the air right above them. So, according to Mr. Dahl... The the flying saucers or, or crafts dropped molten waste onto the lake, which supposedly killed his dog and injured his son. So, they were you know they're talking about it, and he w- he was talking about it with with his boss and and his friends. And after that, the short after that, he was visited by a mysterious man dressed in black, and pretty much the man. As a classic government bullshit, urged him not to discuss the encounter. Uh, after that, he was also also visited by the uh, by an Air Force agent who, pretty much, supposedly said that they were gathering information on his story. So I have in front of me the the document from the FBI, and uh, he he wrote to <clears throat> Mr. Dalton. The, the director of the FBI wrote to Mr. Dahl. It says dear sir, the following, in general, are facts regarding the flying disc story that started by, and then dashes blacked out, which subsequently resulted in news stories by the Tacoma Times. If I'm not mistaken, I can't fucking read that shit. The Poise statement and the Chicago Times, uh, that a B twenty five carrying Army intelligence officers was shot down and sabotaged over Kelso, Washington, on August 1st, 1947. There's a date right there. Because it was carrying some flying disc fragments. So, the original story, as related by Blacked Out, Blacked Out, was to the effect that Blacked Out, while patrolling in his boat near Maury Island, Washington, sighted six flying discs, one of which fluttered to the earth and disintegrated, showering his boat with fragments which caused some damage to the boat and killed his dog. Blank and Blank. Wrote a letter to Blank. Um, off of a... It, says, it looks like... It looks like Z- of Ziff Company. Or Ziff Davis Company. Which publishes fantastic adventure magazines in Chicago. Sending him fragments of the flying disc. And related, relating the above story. Requested Trans Radio News in Chicago. To verify the story as related. Blank, 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 blank. Pretty much these are fucking and these are disclosed documents but they're still f- you know they're still being blacked out and shit so uh, you know it, it it just it fucking blows my mind that we still believe this bullshit about you know because the government's going to keep anything under wraps that they feel is not in the public public's interest all right all right last one last point one, fucking promise this one's kind of weird this one this one is more of a, you know, uh, interdimensional fucking kind of thing. But I mean, I guess the government still, um, I guess, try to take care of this shit. So, um, this one's called the Solway Solway Firth Spaceman. Pretty much. In a a nutshell, uh, this guy by the name of Jim Templeton was really perplexed or shocked to find that there was a figure in the background of a photo of his daughter. So the figure was not in the camera view when he took the photo and nobody knows where the fuck he came from. So and also this film was was verified by Kodak as authentic. So the story this story went pre- pretty much public and um it, of course later uh, shortly after government was informed of, of this bullshit and he was visited by two government agents who referred to them as number 9 and number 10. Like you know, fucking thing one to and thing two and shit. <laughs> number nine. Yes, number ten. They, <laughs> they demanded to see the side of the photo and questioned Templeton about the event. When Mr. Templeton pretty much told him that he did not see the person's face, or you know, or he didn't see anything personally. The only th- the only time that he saw it was when he, it came out on the on the film. So Mr. Templeton was contacted later on by two employees at a missile launch pad in Australia. And they claimed that they saw two figures resembling his daughter and the man in the photo in, in uh, uh, I guess, security footage on that same day. And the craziest thing about it is that it was 20 miles away from the field where, where he took the photo. Talk about some fucking weird shit, man. Like, real talk. What do you think about that shit? Uh, you know, what if, what if, you know maybe they're launching a ra- rocket but what if it's a what what if it was a rocket with experimental technology and nobody knew about it possible and whatever fucking strange weird event had them teleport whatever the fuck it is weird like and shit maybe that's what did it maybe the actual technology they were using fuck with the physics time and uh you know just weird physics shit, fuck with it, and then just fucking made it all, interdimensional, weird travel bullshit, so, anyway, that is, our podcast for today, so of course, as always, I am going to be signing off, with a fucking hit, and again, I can't stress this enough, is that I, I know my, my podcast doesn't get, a huge amount of listeners and shit, now, for now, of course, uh, but, Whoever's been fucking with the podcast, whoever's been listening to this bullshit since day one. If you're out there, if you even listen to it casually just for the fuck of it. Because you f- if you feel like you want to hear some full fucking smoke and talk shit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I cannot thank you enough for listening to my bullshit. And just pretty much, you know, hopefully having to talk with me when I talk all this bullshit and, you know, dealing, dealing with my dumb shit. Of course, um. Um, want to give a shout out to everybody that's supporting that. So, uh, and also man, I want to tell you guys, if you have something you want to do, please just fucking do it. Don't procrastinate. Don't wait. Don't fucking, don't wait for anybody's approval, man. The approval you get is for you from yourself. You never know what you can do unless you fucking start it up. Now, I don't know where this podcast is going to lead me, but I can fucking guarantee you that I know I want this podcast to lead me in, in a good direction. So, of course, we fuck around, we dick around, we talk all this shit. Um, pretty soon, this podcast is going to take the direction that I want it to uh, pretty soon. So, uh, please look out for that. Please love each other. Do your fucking thing. Smoke the shit out of weed. And most importantly, do you. Do you on any fucking level. And if, while you do you, you tend to lose family members and friends, you know what? Fuck them. Why? Because you, you don't need that bullshit. If, if somebody's going to tell you, oh, you can't do this, you're going to fucking waste your time, this and that. That's because they want to do something so bad, but they don't have the balls to do it. Remember this shit. Always, always, always keep your fucking head up. And if there's a wall, if there's obstacles... Don't fucking jump over them Fucking go right through them Literally With the fucking most positive attitude And a guarantee That your bad times will turn to good times and shit Remember You You are responsible for your own happiness Nobody else's. Remember that shit Smoke it up, talk it up, baby Alright, this hits. This hit is for all of y'all Who's doing their fucking thing And still find time to smoke, baby It is. <coughs> <Ooh>. Woo! Woo! <coughs> the cannibal, the cannabis animal, baby, back at it again and shit. With another edition of the Blunt Report. Deuces, baby.